Welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. May you live your truth. Live from Los Angeles, this is Dr. Aaron teaching universal law and spiritual truth. And I have to admit that I'm a little bit nervous about this podcast. It actually brought up a little bit of emotion in me. So today's topic is love addiction. And I have to admit that I struggled with this. It was some of my deepest, darkest moments of my life. So I'm going to get really real and raw with you on this podcast. But before I do that, I just want to say that you can be dating, you can be single, you can be married, and you can be a love addict. We're going to break down what is love addiction and what are the signs, what are the symptoms, and how to break free. Okay, so let's do this thing. Um, First of all, I also want to say that if you are new to my podcast, there are different types of podcasts within my podcast. There, Anything that is numbered is an 11-minute podcast to get your mind right for the day. We talk about universal law, spiritual distinctions, and all kinds of topics that are real-life issues for all of us. So, And then the other ones I have are interviews and things like that. So There you go. So let's begin on this. Let's begin by knowing the truth, okay? So let's just take a deep breath in together, into the nose, out the mouth. The truth is that you are the one that you've been waiting for. Boy, okay. So I'm going to get really, really vulnerable right now. You know, the definition of a love addict is someone who basically gets a rush around new relationships, new oxytocin, new pursuit, new chasing, the high of the romantic fantasy, truly just addicted to the dramas of the highs and lows, the high of falling in love. And the reality is that even if you're married, you can do this because oftentimes dysfunctional marriages will basically have big arguments. It's called what you call maybe the, the merry-go-round of a, of a marriage. And you have cycles. And basically, you have arguments. You get into a terrible space. You say, F you, whatever. You go your separate ways. And then at some point in time, you make up and you have that great makeup sex, and you have that little romantic um, uh, newlywed thing for maybe, I don't know, it could be a few days, could be a month, depending on your cycle. And then the whole cycle begins. So you still have that drama and that addiction to that falling in love again, that breaking up drama and the whole cycle. And you can be totally single and not even be in a relationship. And you can actually be a love addict because you can be in the fantasy and thinking that Your life will be complete once you meet the one. And you're constantly thinking that if you just met the one, then your life will work out. Constantly thinking, you know, there's just no right, you know, men or women out there. And you think it's just out there. The world is out there and it has nothing to do with you. And you're constantly looking for seeking your wholeness out there in the world. And then, of course, you can be dating and totally getting high off of that new relationship, falling in love, the courtship, all that stuff that is 
it's not a real relationship that is called oxytocin and chemical release, biological releases going on there. Constantly in the rush of the new relationship. And gosh, gee, why is it that every time you get to that three month mark, something goes wrong and you just decide to break up and you go away and then you're looking for that same high. It's like a, a you know shot of heroin in your arm. This is love addiction. And I think that love addiction is so rarely talked about. So for me personally, I didn't realize that I had love addiction. And there's, look, there's gradients of love addiction. There's people that literally have to check themselves into rehab. And, but I can honestly say, looking back, especially in my 20s, you know, I was seeking validation. I was seeking my identity. I was seeking my happiness and at the same time assigning my suffering to whatever my relationship was, whether I was dating, whether I was single and whether I was married because I've been married before. And I was constantly pointing the finger, constantly thinking that if they just changed, if they just you know did X, Y, and Z, then the relationship would work out. Or I would constantly be seeking a relationship, trying to get that high of a relationship, and then always finding a reason why, you know, we're just different, or, you know, I just don't like this part of them, or whatever it is. And I'd constantly be, uh, it was a push and pull at all points in time. And I had no idea. It wasn't like, I didn't even see it. It was like the fish in the, in the you know, water. Like, they, they don't know there's water there. It's just, it's just their reality. And it wasn't until I got into a very, very dysfunctional relationship with um, an addict. He was a recovering addict, um, uh, musician, very famous musician, and it was a nightmare, not going to lie. And I became somebody that I never wanted to be. I became someone who would text these long texts of, of anger. I would, because he would, you know, go out and do things that were, you know, he would just he would, I, he cheated on me a few times. He would lie, manipulate, blah, blah, blah. But bottom line is my picker was broken. I chose to be in a relationship and I would break up and then he would convince me and I would choose to go back. So I couldn't point the finger, but I didn't know it in the middle of it, right? I thought it was all because of him. I thought it was all because he was sick and therefore I justified my behavior. And it really, really tore me up inside. I was a disaster. And I actually sought um, some 12-step love addiction around it because I couldn't break my cycle. He was literally had become my heroine. And yes, they have Al-Anon for this, people that are in, um, you know, relationships with alcoholics. But it really is truly is still love addiction because there's different extremes of it. And we've all been there. We've all been there also where we're in relationship, but we and we know it's not right. And we can't break up. We keep trying to break up and then getting back together and breaking up and getting back together. And so wow, what was so amazing about it is that life this classroom of life and this universe really is true love. It is true love because the universe brought me the exact person, this terrible dysfunctional relationship to bring me to my bottom, to have to and demand me to find really, really deep self-love. I thought I'd found self-love, but it wasn't until I had to get down into my darkest hour on my knees just surrendering, please, 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 and just letting it go, did I actually come to self-love? 
And for years after that relationship, I took some time to not date at all. In fact, I actually um, consciously chose to date myself. And it was fascinating. It was at first, it was really scary because I had built so much identity around who I was as a woman dating, who I was in that, uh, that was my identity, you know, not going to lie. I didn't realize how much of of an identity it was for me. And it's interesting, once you give up that game of being chased and pursued and the ins and the outs and the ups and the downs and the drama and the drama and the da 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 da, I had so much time on my hands for my own self-love, my own self-growth. And I have to admit that it's, um, in some ways, I feel so free. And I wonder where that dance is still around truly bonding with a human being, and yet truly taking care of thyself. And I think that any healthy relationship still deals with this. They, people still deal with, it's a constant ongoing growth around learning how to take care of yourself, learning how to nurture your relationship, and having it be healthy. But for me, the distinctions are when it gets really dysfunctional, where you have terrible arguments, and it's, it starts to have trauma. So that's different for each person. You have to define what is dysfunctional and what is functional. Basically, dysfunction means it doesn't work. It doesn't function. Like it either works or it's not working, right? So just know that there's many different types of love addiction. There's the people that are constantly seeking the new relationship, but unable to sustain relationship. There's people that are in dysfunctional relationship with someone who is unavailable or abusive, and they constantly are trying to change, fix, and help that other person. Their picker's broken. There's people that are unable to get out of relationship. The push and the pull, trying to break up, make up, all that drama. And so I know that today, as as we identify this, as we identify ourselves and being able to just say, you know what, I, I don't want to live like this anymore. All things are possible. The truth is that you are the one you've been waiting for, that the ultimate relationship is within all other relationships are the projection and reflection of our ability or inability to love thyself. So as ironic as it is, you can't love somebody else until you fully love yourself. And it's a lesson and a daily spiritual practice for all of us. I don't believe anyone fully arrives ever to that. Otherwise, they would be have graduated from this classroom. Self-love is, is of course, There's a point where you learn how to love yourself unconditionally, but there's a point also where you learn how to really love yourself. So on that note, I just want to say, have a wonderful day. Today's daily spiritual law is the law of love because all of life is love. Love informs creation. Love is that that guides. Love is harmony. Love is us in this highest expression right here, right now. The daily spiritual practice is to practice self-love and self-care. And the daily challenge is to take yourself on a date. Take yourself on a date, okay? Have a wonderful day and may you live your truth. Thanks again for tuning in to Dr. Aaron. I'd like to invite you to write a review for this podcast on iTunes. It's important that we like, share, and comment and support the communities that we love. In return, I have a free gift for you, 30 guided meditations, which you can find at draaron.tv. That's www.draaron.tv. Get inspired and learn to use your mind for good via my free app, which includes my daily live show, interviews, power talks, universal law lessons, and more. Also, if you're ready to take a quantum leap in your life, you can join my mastermind 
and you can claim your free digital masterclass with the purchase of my international best-selling book, Awakening, a 40-day guide to unleashing your spiritual powers, life purpose, and manifesting your dreams. Thanks again, and may you live your truth.